Fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we have an identity crisis on our hands. And it's hilarious to watch. The other side of the aisle continuously losing their minds and just getting angry when you call them out for it. But that's what we're all about, and we have fun doing that as well. So, hey, welcome into the program. It is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country. Multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you. Your millennial general reporting for duty like we do every single day. We do have the stream up so you can find us on our social media, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, Twitch.tv. Also on the Instagram, the TikTok, the, I don't know, everywhere else. Also the website at HoosierReason.com. All of it with the handle at HoosierReason on there. So yesterday we talked about the Democrats finding new ways to capitalize on their followers, their sheep, the people that, you know, continue to fund them, continue to vote them in. They're finding ways to capitalize on that by creating merchandise. Capitalism's evil. Money's greedy. We hate capitalism. We like socialism. We want government utopia. So they, (laughs) what do they do? They spend money on the merchandise to promote that while the companies that are making that are making profit, baby, making the bank on the idiots. Why the heck not? Why wouldn't you? We came out with our voice reason products that you can buy left side of the aisle. We're here to help you. And capitalize on your stupidity. So I went uh, yesterday and today after the show, I went to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's website to look at some of the merchandise. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. So we'll get to that here in just a little bit. We have a heck of a show lined up for you today. I am super excited. At the bottom of the hour, Eric Finman. He's the uh, he's the founder of the Freedom Phone. Yeah, you know, there's competition between Apple, Android, and who's going to be able to take your privacy, who's going to take all your data, who's going to collect all that stuff, give it to the government, or at least give it to advertisers and marketers to uh, track exactly what you're doing all the time. Yeah, a little bit different scenario here. The Freedom Phone's out, and Eric Finman, the founder of that, he's going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour to talk about what that phone is all about. We'll talk about censorship, we'll talk about privacy, we'll talk about all that good jazz coming up in just a little bit. But I am excited. I don't want to waste any time. I am super excited about our guest as we talk about the latest in what's trending. Maybe. Maybe. It's thinking. All right. Well, uh, we'll skip that one for... uh, Oh, wait a second. There it is. All right. Thank you. Thank you. What's trending today? What's trending today? Thank you, computer, for functioning today. I I am super excited. I want to get right to our first guest for the day. And uh, so I have followed this guest uh, for a long time on Twitter. She posts a lot of good content. It's kind of funny. It's hilarious. I'm really surprised how she hasn't been kicked off of social media yet. And I I followed her watching all of the content. I share a lot of it out on the program as well. But now she's got a new book out. And the book is released today. So I'm super excited to have her on on the day of the release of the book, along with some of the other programs uh, and products that she's uh, getting geared up for and some of the stuff that she's got going on in her world as well. The new book, Elephants Are Not Birds. As we talk about AOC, maybe having an identity crisis, maybe trying to use the Donald Trump way of you know capitalizing on people with an identity, with a branding. And while we attack socialism, I think she has an identity crisis deep down. 
I think she's just super jelly of Donald Trump and how much money he's actually worth. So what does she do? She spends one and a half million dollars on merchandise herself because she wants to capitalize on the lack of capitalism in her side of the aisle. But excited to have the author of the new book, Elephants Are Not Birds, on the program. Ashley St. Clair with us here. Ashley, how are you, my friend? Ashley, are you there? I am here. Hey, the, Hi, Andy. There we go. Hey, it's good to talk to you. I appreciate you coming on the program today. Congrats on the new book. Thank you. How was the uh, response so far? I know this is uh, this is a big one. And with the identity uh, crisis we have in the nation right now, uh, this is kind of well-timed, isn't it? Absolutely, especially with everything going on uh, with the Olympics. And you have uh, men pretending to be women, and these are supposed to be people that our children look up to. Um, and, and I can't help but feel bad for how confused so many kids must be. Um, so that's why we decided to release something that was going to combat this and combat the culture war. Yeah, it's much needed. I mean, one of your posts on on the Tweety, your child is not trans because he puts on a dress or tried on makeup. My little brother used to eat grass as a kid, but my mom didn't call him a cow and sent him to the slaughterhouse. She told him to cut that, you know what, out and stop eating grass. Be better parents. Ashley, I, I mean, that's common sense standard, but how did you not get banned off of social media for like hate comments or something for that? I think because, you know, I reiterated that he's, that I didn't say trans kids don't exist, even though uh, between you and I, that might be my sentiments. I just can't say that on Twitter. Um, but, you know, it's, you're reiterating that just because they, they get into things or they might uh, try on a dress, they might try on makeup. That doesn't mean that they should go through gender transitioning or that kids should be put on hormones or kids should be told that there's something different. Um, than what they are and, and teaching kids to be insecure about who they are rather than confident and comfortable in their own skin and the way they were born. Yeah. Have we crossed the line, do you think, from individuals who may feel that way, may feel different, may feel uncomfortable, may feel whatever, um, to the point of, you know, being like, hey, you know, you can work through that. And, you know, 95 percent of the kids, by the time they turn 16, 17, 18 years old, they understand who they are and they can move forward better without any transition in any way, shape or form. Have we crossed the line from trying to work through acceptance to saying, almost promoting the lifestyle of, oh, you feel different, we just need to rush you in and we need to get you the hormone changes, we need to get you a, a wardrobe change. We've almost gone from the acceptance to, hey, you can work through this to, oh my gosh, you are you almost feel this way, so we need to encourage you to be that way because you're courageous and different and therefore that makes you special, right? Oh, without a doubt, no question about it. It's become almost trendy. Um you know, and we're having so many kids that I, I like to say are going to be transgender by proxy um, because it's being so accepting. And you're almost going to get more acceptance coming out as trans as you would conservative or anything else um, in the classroom. Um, so, you know, and, and more than anything, kids want to feel like they belong. They want that extra validation. And people are certainly getting this by expressing those sentiments. Um, so absolutely, we've crossed the line. And there's there's a whole movement on the internet of people who thought they were transgender and are now detransitioning, um, which is a very difficult thing to do. And especially when it's attacking our kids and, and they're, they're going to be permanently damaged. If we do that, it's important that we combat this, uh, from the earliest stage. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm really surprised as you mentioned with the Olympics, I mean, being an international event, bringing people together to compete on who, what country is the best in, in different events. And we have transgender athletes competing in the Olympics, I mean, I can see it. I mean, the unfortunately, I can see it in the argument nationwide with, you know, Major League Baseball, Major League Football. We can have these internal battles on transgenderism and who should play in what sports and participate in what sports, especially in high school, which it's sad that we've gotten to that level. But to me... 
taking it to an international level and doing this debate at the Olympics, that takes things to a whole nother level, doesn't it? It's, it's delusional. And you want to know something funny, Andy, is that we don't see this happening um, on the reverse side. You only see biological men competing in women's sports. We don't see biological women competing in men's sports. This is not an issue. Um, but there is a biological advantage, and they're curb-stomping women in these sports, and it's wrong, and it's unfair, and it's a step back if we're trying to be uh, progressive, especially towards uh, equality of women. Uh, but it's just delusional. It is. We're talking with Ashley St. Clair, conservative commentator, speaker, also author of the new book, Elephants Are Not Birds. Uh, I've always been curious about the other side of the aisle within the identity politics that they like to play, because obviously that's their main focus is your race, your gender, your sexual orientation, whatever. I mean, that that, that identifies them to who they are 100 percent. And it's sad because that to me is like the lowest common denominator of an actual identity. But that's what they like to focus on for their IQ level. I'm curious on the other side as well with the, the the feminist movement that actually pushes for women's rights, the ones that actually push for, you know, I'm just as equal as a man sort of thing. When a man comes in and dominates in an athletic sport against other women and completely destroys their records and beats them, whether it's weightlifting, whether it's wrestling, whether it's whatever, uh, the feminist movement, what is their response? Do they accept it as, oh, you want to be a woman like us because it's cool? Or I can't believe you're actually doing this, you chauvinistic jerk. As women, as anybody who's a mother to a young girl, you know, we should be outraged. We should be outraged that they are having people like Caitlyn Jenner go up there, um, Bruce Jenner, and say, hey, I am woman of the year. I beat all of you. Um, have someone compete in the Olympics and say, hey, I, I am the best woman. Um, when these people know nothing about what it's like to be a woman, and it's, it's, it's painful, and women should be outraged. Um, anybody who cares about equality of the sexes should be outraged. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. What can we do? I mean, this is obviously a trend in society where we're trying to push this agenda through our media, through our music, through what we're seeing on the news every single day. It's being it's it's bombarding our children every single day to make them question it, which again goes back to the, oh, you're questioning, so now we can ram you down this road. But even if they weren't before, they start to question themselves. As parents, as a community, what can we do to try and stop this trend? We need to start having better alternatives. You know what happened on Nickelodeon where they showed a pride parade with all of these drag queens and things like that when they canceled Dr. Seuss, when they canceled Paw Patrol. It was awful, and we were, were all outraged, but nobody had a solution to it. Um, and that's why we started Brave Books um, to be sort of a long-term solution because, one, it's uncancelable. We refuse to be on major platforms like Amazon, Books A Million, things like that. It's only sold through Brave.us. Uh, for that reason, because we don't want them to cancel us. Um, and the other thing is, it's, it's heavily based on a subscriber model, so parents can subscribe like it's Disney Plus um, and get a book a month, each on, on cultural values. It's great for kids to know the Pledge of Allegiance and things, um, but the culture war starts with, um, you know, teaching our kids about culture and, and gender and, and how to combat these things and how to be comfortable um, when these topics come up. So we have uh, mine that just came out, Elephants Are Not Birds, um, the next one is going to be available. will be on pro-life issues. Um, Jack Posobiec has one coming out uh, against communism. And we have the Hodge twins doing one on CRT. So oh, um, we're, we're really hoping that more conservatives follow suit and do things like this. Um, but we're super excited. Yeah, you guys are all over the place. I mean, this is a great program that you guys are working on. I mean, with, with you and Multiple, talk about who else you work with with some of these projects. Yep. Uh, like I said, we, uh, we're working with Elizabeth Johnston on a pro-life one. She is a, a homeschool mother of 10. Um, awesome lady. 
um, Jack Posobiec's doing one against communism. That'll come up the, the month after. These are all of Pokemon's. We're doing um, one with a, a certain member of Congress that we cannot name yet <laughs> on cancel culture. That'll be super fun. Um, and then we're doing an anti-CRT one with the Hodge twins. Everybody loves the Hodge twins. If you don't know who the Hodge twins are, definitely look up their YouTube channel. Their comedy shows are, are some of the best. Um, and then we have a, a very special pro to a person that we hope uh, to do one on self-defense. Very cool. I love it. You guys are working on a lot of projects and this book is going to be a, a killer one as well because it's going to really hopefully wake a lot of people up and, and really bring this back to a commonsensical discussion on identity politics, the gender identity, critical race theory, cancel culture, because this is really what it's all about. You can find her, Ashley St. Clair, on the Tweety, St. Clair Ashley. You can also find her on Instagram and other places as well, Real Ashley St. Clair. Ashley, it's great to talk to you. As I mentioned, I followed your stuff on Twitter for a long time with a lot of the content. It's awesome. I love what you guys are doing, and I'd love to get you back on the show again real soon. Absolutely. We'll chat soon, Andy. Hey, that sounds great, Ashley. I I appreciate that very much. Again, check out the latest book right there. That's Elephants Are Not Birds. Good stuff. Again. Exposing the identity politics. Shame that not shame an individual for what they do, but shame the movement because of how stupid it actually is. Again, identity politics, kind of the lowest common denominator of ridiculousness. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, I do have a couple topics I want to get onto. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's website. Oh, yeah, her campaign website. Talk about an identity crisis there. We'll talk about that and what she has there. Plus, we'll have Eric Finman on the program with the Freedom Phone jam-packed program for a post-Monday celebration. That's the way we roll here on The Voice Reason, killing it on the live stream, killing it on the podcasting, killing it on the radio stations all over the place as well. It's The Voice Reason. Mandy Hoosier, stay right here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great Republic.
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I have to admit, over the next week or so, we have a killer lineup of guests. Another one coming up at the bottom of the hour. Thanks again to Ashley St. Clair coming on the show the last segment. I've, uh, as I mentioned, I mean, kind of awesome. Been following her social media tweeties for a while now with uh, some of the, again, I don't know how she's still on there, but she makes it, does her thing. We got Eric Finman coming on, Freedom Phone at the bottom of the hour. We have a laundry list of can- congressional candidates coming on the show in the next week, so stay tuned in for that. Conservatism, baby, we ain't dead at all. We are geared up, we are fired up, we are ready to go, and it's going to be fun to see what happens in the midterm elections next year. So yesterday, as you know, I talked about how the Democrats, the absolute hypocritical left-wing Democrat nut jobs, are you know hating capitalism, evil capitalist country, evil big corporations, evil rich people, and they want to promote that, obviously. They want to spread their message around. Now, if you truly lived by the message that you preach, then as a socialist, as a communist, then you would be living on limited things. You wouldn't have many clothes except for ones that you actually made yourself, and you wouldn't you know, drive a car, you wouldn't actually go to work, you wouldn't have a cell phone. You, well, Andy, we need to promote our message. No, no, I mean, if you're truly living by the values that you promote as a socialist on the left side of the aisle, how you're harming the environment, how you're supporting rich people and evil corporations, you wouldn't do those sorts of things. But yet, the gullible left side of the aisle that really focuses on the lowest common denominator of IQ levels they need to find ways to promote their agenda. So what have the Democrats done? They've taken the Donald Trump style of business by coming out with marketing and branding and commercial products to promote and sell for really expensive. I mean, I don't know how much money these kids have to bum off of their parents that are living in their basement to get this stuff, but they are really pushing this whole branding thing on the other side. And AOC, I, I, I'm telling you, I think she's jealous of Donald Trump and how much money he's actually worth. So she spent yesterday... Uh, we saw the story of one and a half million dollars, one point four some odd million dollars in material, in marketing, branding goodies, T-shirts and sweaters and that sort of thing. So I went on the website to actually look at some of this, and it's hilarious. Oh, it's great! So if you go to OcasioCortez.com, not that you need to like give her a bunch of hits on her website, but it's not her House Congressional House, obviously one. It's her campaign website, and there are some really fun ones like this: Abolish ICE. Because that's her big thing, right? Abolish ice. But it's one of those ice, like, freezer things that you find at the gas station or the grocery store outside where you open up the little thing and there's the ice bags. And Yeah, a T-shirt that like says that, it says abolish ice. Do you want to know how much that T-shirt goes for? $27. Twenty For a T-shirt. I can buy concert T-shirts from a band on their merchandise store for 20 bucks, But yet $27 for a T-shirt. Here's one, tax the rich. It should be tax the dummies. Another one, $27 for a T-shirt. I don't know how many uh, how many people actually want to buy really expensive T-shirts like that, but apparently they're so into their agenda that they want to spend $27 for a T-shirt. Here's a hat, the Green New Deal, promoting the Green New Deal, and it's green. You know how much a, a, a really crappy-looking hat looks? You know how much that is? $28. And by the way, how many resources to promote the Green New Deal did it take to actually manufacture these sorts of things, using technology, using different things to make these shirts. Here's a good one. $88 for a hoodie. $88 for a hoodie. And it's some, some quote that she had. You don't have to be perfect, but you do have to be 100% committed. <laughs> and it's all flowery on the back, and it has that quote in AOC on there. $88 for a hoodie. Some idiot. 
is really going to go to the AOC website and it's going to purchase that for $88 to promote being 100% committed for your agenda when obviously you're not promoted 100% to your agenda because it's going towards making businesses that make the manufacturing of these materials and these goods and goes to someone who is now worth millions of dollars to actually say that richness is bad and people with money is bad and corporations are evil and capitalism is evil. Again, using the capitalist system to promote to these idiots to purchase this stuff about how bad capitalism is. I love it. It's hysterical. It's a, Now we get to laugh. So if you see anybody out there with this merchandise... This is your absolute 100% permission slip to go out, point at them, and laugh hysterically in public and make a scene. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, you are. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting all over the place, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you as you join in all over the place. Multiple radio stations, multiple TV places as well. We have the live stream, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, Twitch.tv. We also have our pages on Instagram, TikTok. I do have a TikTok. I don't use it much, but I do have a TikTok. Also on our Podbean Live, I don't really mention this a whole lot, but our Podbean live stream that we have going on as well, um, where we have our podcast hosting. So after the radio show, it uploads onto our podcast and it goes all over. You can download our podcast on any of your favorite podcasting sites. Doesn't matter. Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn. I don't know. Wherever you find podcasts, you can find them on there. Also, you can find our social media at Hoosier Reason. That's H-O-O-S-E-R Reason and our website at HoosierReason.com. Do me a favor. We are getting near the end of the month, which is really crazy to think about. We're halfway through the month already or halfway through the year already as well. It just blows my mind. But that means our newsletter is coming out here soon, which means go to the website, HoosierReason.com. Sign up. It'll pop up and say, do you want to become a Hoosier-holic? You say, yes, I want to become a Hoosier-holic. You sign up totally free. We do not spam you all the time. It's a once-a-month email that we send you at the beginning of each month with our monthly blog, with our topical issues. We have guests that we've had on the program, upcoming guests on the show, what's going on with the Hoosier Media Network that I have, that we have multiple different podcasts as well that we I do video and audio production for. If you like those services, you can email me, HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com, and get you up and going with a podcast as well. It's really cool. So we have a lot of stuff going on. Sign up for the newsletter totally free at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. That's H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. You can also email me questions or topics for the show at 
network at gmail.com, which we did get some, and I'll read some of those here in a little bit as well. Eric Finman, not able to get a hold of him right now. We'll get him back on the program in a bit. Hopefully we can touch base with him before the end of the show today. If not, we'll reschedule him on the show. Not a big deal. Eric Finman, if you're not familiar with him, though, I am super excited to talk to him. He is known as one of the world's first and youngest Bitcoin millionaires. Yeah, invested in Bitcoin way back when. He's a mil- And he's also the creator of the Freedom Phone, competing against iPhone, competing against the Android, where they're actually not going to take your metadata, where they're actually going to preserve your privacy, where you're actually going to have freedom with your phone without being tracked all the time. The Freedom Phone, it's been released here recently, and we'll get him on the program uh, as soon as we can. We'll try and get him rescheduled if we can't touch base with him today. So really excited on that one. But that's all right, because we still have plenty to touch on. Don't you worry about that. For example... (laughs) I don't know if you, and this is really kind of good because I didn't know if I would have enough time to play the entire bit, and I don't know that I'll play the whole audio clip here, but did you see the interaction between Senator Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci? Yeah, the guy from, the one that's telling you to wear three masks out there. Yeah, that guy. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This guy's nuts. So Dr. Fauci was doing a Senate hearing committee, and Rand Paul got to question him and really went on the focus on the Wuhan lab because if you remember all I know we have short attentions in politics we have a short memory we have a short attention span that's why as Republicans we're supposed to have a long history and a long memory because we remember these things we remember the hypocritical stupid arguments that they make if you remember all the way back when just a year ago we weren't allowed to mention the Wuhan lab because that's not where it came from. It came from a bat and someone cooked it on one of those black markets and uh, or one of the markets out there and they ended up eating it and it spread. So we can't say Wuhan lab because it didn't come from there, right? Although now we have proof that we sent money and, and grants over there to study the virus and how you could mutate from just animal viruses to human viruses, which I don't know why we would do that. Can we be honest? I really don't know why we would do that. To understand the virus? Sure. To research it, understand it, know what's attacking us out there in the biological world, specifically for animals. But why would you say, hey, let's understand the virus to the point to where we know how to craft it and change it to where it could be relatable to humans? Because that's a really awesome idea. It's not like we don't have enough viruses in our air, which a little bit of information for you if you're not aware of this. And call me crazy for being one of those quote-unquote holistic healing, alternative medicine kind of guys. Not much into Western medicine nowadays, and I have a long history why. We'll talk about that uh, at some point, and I've already told some stories on here. But I've heard the, the really interesting bit of information that if you stretch your arms out and you make kind of your bubble around you, and that distance from the strength of your arms and you make that little bubble around you, there are more viruses and bacteria in that little bubble around you than there are the number of stars in our enti- stars and planets in our entire galaxy. That's how many viruses and bacteria are actually in there. They did the, the there was one family that had like six kids or a couple of kids or whatever it was, a couple of families sent uh, masks of their children, like five and six year old children to the lab to be studied on what's actually in the mask after the kids breathed in it for a couple hours. And the things that came back were absolutely astronomical and would blow your mind from hepatitis to cancerous things to uh, things that you would never, uh, uh, well, uh, like there was like all three different types of hepatitis on the A, B, and C, I think were in there. I'll have to bring up the story again, but what they found in these masks, now the kids were perfectly healthy, running around, playing, doing their thing. This stuff is in our bodies and in our system constantly 
all the time already, which is why when you talk about the Delta variant being more contagious and everybody be really scared. Yeah. I have a hard time going for the fear tactics of being really scared because naturally when viruses mutate to become more contagious, they also become more deadly, which has been shown as well with the COVID virus and the Delta variant because the Delta virus or the regular COVID virus has about a 1.3, 1.5% death rate in there, which is something to look at, not something to like shut down the entire economy by any means. The Delta variant right now has a death rate, according to the latest study out of the UK, of a 0.03%. Between 0.03 and 0.08. And just because it's more contagious does not mean that it's more deadly. And obviously the numbers prove that. So please tell me why we need to panic and everybody rush out to get the vaccine and wear two masks again and do the social distancing. We see uh, different states now trying to lock things down again. But regardless of all that, I don't want to get into the, the argument of the coronavirus and bad or good or whatever. But the origins and the censorship which is why most of us don't trust when Fauci says a word, don't trust when the World Health Organization says anything, doesn't trust when the CDC actually comes out with new guidelines, and even our state health officials, we don't trust a lot of them because of all the misinformation. Right now in the state of Nebraska, and we have some listeners up in Nebraska as well, right now they're debating what to do with the fall school year because the CDC at the federal level is saying kids need to wear masks, and if you are around or exposed to anyone that is confirmed with the virus, then you need to go and quarantine yourself as well. As children, as children, if you have not gotten the vaccine, meaning anyone younger than 12 years old, if you have not gotten the vaccine and you're exposed, not even confirmed with it, but just exposed to someone that had the virus, another child, then you have to quarantine. The state health department of Nebraska is saying you don't need to quarantine as a child unless you actually show symptoms or get tested as positive. So now we have health departments, again, that aren't even in line, in sync, parallel with what they're talking about. The national guys are like, oh, quarantined, everybody be, uh, be scared, go get your vaccine. Da, 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 da. The health department at the state level, unless you're showing symptoms, you don't need to take your kids out of school and actually quarantine them. So now the health departments aren't even in jive with one another, which has really been the case for most of the time. The CDC and Dr. Fauci have been butting heads this entire time. We see the World Health Organization saying some really dumb stuff as well. We see our local doctors, your local farm, your local like caretakers, family practice uh, practitioners saying one thing. Then you have other doctors talking about hydroxychloroquine and ways that you can help yourself that way. Then you got natural healers that talk about just vitamin D deficiency, which I'm more in line with on that one. Take some vitamin D, magnesium, and zinc. You'll be good to go. Uh, the other ones say, you know, be scared, take the vaccine, mask mandate, whatever. So there's a lot of ideas out there, but the consensus from the media is there is only one way, and that's the only way you're allowed to do it. And if you don't, then you're probably just going to kill people. And that's really what's been promoted and shoved down our throats for the last year from the people that are trying to hide the origins of this. This was a, a quick little thing from, uh, from Rand Paul interviewing and talking to Dr. Fauci about the origins of this virus. Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. But the NIH failed to recognize this defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as 
The Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. <laughs> what was, when let me take, finish. Take an animal? No, there it is. All right, we'll play more of that when we come back from the break. We got to take a break here, but there you go. So the manipulation of a virus from an animal to a human to study that, to be funded by the NIH in the Wuhan lab from U.S. government to them to check the ability of a virus to go from animal to human to mutate it is not considered gain of function, according to Anthony Fauci. When it has a new function and you manipulate it to make it potentially be interactable with humans when it wasn't originally, according to Dr. Fauci, that's not gain of function, meaning it's gaining a new function. If anybody still listens to this Yahoo, I'm telling you, they have a pretty low IQ level, don't they? Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com.
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Oh, the show goes by way too fast. Way too fast. Last segment, last few minutes here on the program. Welcome back in. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time all over the place. Thanks for joining us. A lot of people jumping on the social media today. Real quickly, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because, okay, whatever. There's criticism and support of the Jeff Bezos going into space with his spacecraft. Cool, I guess. Now, here's the thing. I know he's trying to make it a commercial thing to where consumers can actually go and anybody can actually go up into space. I, I, I That's a great idea. You know what? God bless capitalism again. AOC, you're not going to get that on the socialist side. <laughs> you're just not going to get someone being like, I have enough money to send everybody to space. It, it's not going to work on the other side of the aisle because they won't have any money left because you think they're an evil rich jerk who's doing nothing for society. So good for you. Believe whatever you want to. God bless capitalism and the American system because that's allowed individuals to say, you know what, we're going to make space travel something that consumers can do in the private sector outside of just, you know, NASA scientists and astronauts who are going up there to study stuff, which I got to admit, that's just kind of what I wanted to do before I learned about politics and how fun it was to argue with people. Uh, to be honest, I was in high school and I was actually planning on going to college to major in physics and astronomy because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to study astronomy. I wanted to study the stars and go, uh, I don't know about go up there sometime. That would be fun, but to at least study them and be one of those really smart NASA scientists. But then I'd have to work for the government and that really piqued my, or lowered my interest a little bit. Then I heard about politics and how you could argue with people. I was like, hey, this is way easier. <laughs> so there is that. But Jeff Bezos spent his money, his own personal money to build a spacecraft and to fly up into space for 11 minutes. Now, this is where I have a problem with this. God bless the system. God bless capitalism. God bless someone who can actually make that happen and make it more mainstream to where people can actually do this on a regular basis. That's awesome. And if it becomes more mainstream, then I will definitely probably find the money to do that at some point in my life because that would be cool. But 11 minutes. They got to float outside of gravity for three minutes before they came back down. I'm sorry, if it's going to cost me $100,000 to do this thing, I'm probably not going to go up there for three minutes. Now, it's a heck of a ride. It's kind of like going to the the uh, amusement park and going to the roller coasters and getting that roller coaster that's like 12 seconds long, but you wait an hour and a half in line to actually do it. I know. I grew up in the Ohio area where we went to Cedar Point, where they had the biggest roller coasters in the entire world, and they compete uh, with other places. But they, I mean, they have one called the Top Fuel Dragster. And you literally sit in a car that looks like a drag uh, drag racing car, and this this uh, roller coaster is powered by magnets, and it gets up to like 120 miles an hour in like two or three seconds. It's like it's known as the fastest roller coaster in the world. Then it goes up 300 feet up in the air at a straight like 89, 88 degree angle, almost a 90 degree angle, straight up and then straight back down the other side, and it's done in like four and a half seconds, or what is it, 12 seconds, whatever it is ridiculously short it's an adrenaline rush it's awesome and yes i did wait an hour and a half to get on that roller coaster because that's how cool it was at the time that's cool and i guess if that's what you're looking for with that adrenaline rush i guess that's neat and i'm not you know belittling space travel in any way shape or form because i'm sure that's the coolest eye-opening experience you'll ever have in your entire life at the same time i don't know that i would spend all the money to go up for three minutes to float around in space and then come back down for an 11-minute ride, I, I, I couldn't do it. 
it would have to be worth a little bit more than that. But this is a good first step. Now, I know that all the rich guys have been competing to see who can get up in space first. I know a guy did it a couple weeks ago. Now Jeff Bezos has done it. I know that Elon Musk is planning on doing it. But i got to give credit to Elon Musk because he wanted to be the first guy. Jeff Bezos all of a sudden, hey, hey I'm here and I'm going to do it first. That's cool. But Elon Musk has a little bit higher ambitions. Because the last that I've heard, he actually wants to uh, try and settle Mars and start a civilization there. And if that's your goal, that's cool. Again, something that I actually honestly applied for. If you remember, what was it, about 10 years ago? No, more than that. Yeah, it was about 10, 10 years ago. I was sitting in the apartment with Mrs. Voice of Reason, and we had just gotten married. And I saw the application for the Mars One program. And I think that's still that Mars One program is still going on, if you remember that. But it was a literally one-way trip to Mars to begin civilization on Mars. There was no return flight. It was a one-way trip. If you're committed, you were doing it, and you were doing it for life. I applied for the program. I really did. I detest certain things that much that I applied for the program. I knew I wasn't going to get it. I don't have any experience in engineering or physics or, you know, astronauting. But I applied for the program. Every planet needs a talk show host. <laughs> Every planet needs a talk show host, so why the heck not? Obviously, didn't get it. But one of these days, man, it's going to happen. God bless capitalism because that's the only way we're going to make all this stuff happen with people that actually are smart in the private sector without government bureaucrats dictating the entire thing. That does it for us today. Podcast going up in a little bit. I'm Andy Hoosier. This is The Voice of Reason. Be your own voice of reason. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Lots of really cool stuff coming up. Stay here. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.